You are listening to Ball Side Goal Side, putting coaches in a better position. Hosted by Ed Heberling and Eric Dabransky. Welcome to Ball Side Goal Side. This is an exciting time as we look and look to further uh, provide insight into our profession. My name is Ed Heberling, a 20-year coaching veteran, and I'm joined by three-time uh, conference coach of the year, Eric Dabransky. Eric, how you doing? Fantastic, Ed. Thanks for thanks for the intro and thanks for uh, thanks for making this happen, man. I, uh, you and I have been close friends for for quite a long time, and obviously, this is just something that that uh, over the years, you and I talking and and bouncing ideas off each other. I think this is a, it was something that you wanted to do and you and I wanted to do. And I think we figured why not? Uh, let's see if people listen to us. <laughs> Our players never do, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe others will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, it's been uh, really excited to kind of get this going and, and, um, and start it for the right reasons. You know, Ed, I think, I think that's something that, that you and I have discussed over time is, is uh, how, really how beneficial our career in terms of the benefits of having good coaches around us yeah. throughout our career. Um, I know, I know you and I have similar uh, backgrounds in, in how we got into coaching and, and our paths a little bit. And, and I think, um, I think this is just something for us that uh, that's, that's really a passion of ours. Um, and uh, you know, something that can really create uh you know, an avenue to, to educate and create a community. And to be honest, probably on the selfish side of it, uh, really interview and get to know some people that, that I'd love to, to pick their brain and, and obviously, you know, see what they've got going on at their programs, whether it's at the club level, the high school level, or, uh, or the college level or, yeah. or the pro level. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm excited as well, Eric. I, f- I feel like this is like another avenue for education for us. Uh, you know, we can, you know, steel sessions, we can read books, we can, uh, you know, go to education courses and, and get, you know, more certifications, but uh, actually speaking to other people in in the profession and other areas provides further insight and allows us to further our own uh, education, I think, and become better coaches. So yeah, a little selfish with, uh, with this as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, now going, you know, I, I think, uh, I, you know, it was funny because obviously you and I chatted right before this, right before launching the, the podcast was, you know, what I was thinking about this morning and I asked you what, what year you had started. So uh, to give, give people a little bit of a background. So, so like I said, I'm driving in and, um, and I don't know if you remember this, but obviously uh, you and I obviously coached against each other quite a bit in our conference. For those that don't know, we play, uh, we both played, we both coached in the Sun Conference, which is an NAI conference, probably one of the toughest conferences in the country. Um and when you were at University of South Carolina Beaufort, you were starting the program there. And obviously me starting the program here at Johnson & Wales University, um, you and I quickly became uh, <laughs> rivals, even though our region was completely, you know, you were on the, I was in, in South Florida. Our games always seemed to mean a little bit more, um, whether that was to get in the playoff picture or whether that was just because we were friends. But, uh, but I was thinking about it this morning. So, so when you started your program, you were my first Sun Conference win. <laughs> so, and I, and I don't, and I was off on national team duty coaching the Cayman Islands national team. So I didn't even really wasn't even there for my first Sun Conference win, but we, we got our first Sun Conference win against you guys. 
And then fast forward to 2017 when I'm playing, we're both playing to get in the, in the tournament. And I believe <laughs> our overall records against each other were two, two and two. Yep. So two wins, two losses, two draws. Um, at that point, obviously I didn't know that, that, uh, your amazing wife, Laura was going to, was going to take the associate coaching job, uh, softball job at Utah state. So we, we both didn't know that this was going to be our last go around of playing each other. Um, and, uh, I remember I was up, we were up one nil, just like our career started against each other. We were dealing with sideways <laughs> rain, a monsoon, all that, all that fun stuff. So it was, it was a fitting, a fitting end to the, to the, you know, to the saga that was, uh, mine and yours matchups and then so i'm up one nothing it's downpouring like it is just pouring now at that point we were playing on grass yeah. so it was just mud it was everything like that i was hoping to just get to the 70th minute being up one nil and uh and then we have a goo- you know goofy little play your kid makes it has a great goal one one and then you guys end up two winning one. two one end our season you guys make the tournament and then and then obviously now you not being at Buford anymore, I realized that you ended up finishing three, two, and two. Against yes. Me. Yes. <laughs> so, so you, so you quickly left as soon as you got a, you got the upper hand on goal it. accomplished. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, I remember the first time, you know, Eric, when we met out there uh, on that municipal field and you, you, you show up and I'm thinking you're a big deal. You're like, Hey, I got to go. I got to go to the Cayman islands and, and coach this team. Uh, you know, for, for, I think you're trying to qualify for the world cup or something, weren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you just up and left and, uh, and, and left us with the, yeah, like you said, sideways rain. And then, um, yeah, I think you guys beat us seven, nothing that year. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, like and I was yeah. even there. And, uh, that was probably the demise of how I ended up being three, two and two against you then. <laughs> well, or what I always love to tell people is that, that like you mentioned earlier, um, obviously being, uh, you know, uh, having the pleasure of being named three-time conference coach of the year. That was, that was one of the years I was named conference coach of the year. And I don't even think I coached my college team <laughs> half the season <laughs> because I was at, I was doing world cup qualifying throughout that yeah. season. So, uh, so I always put a little asterisk <laughs> next to, uh, next to that 2011 <laughs> yeah. year uh, award. So no, but we've, we've definitely had a, had a lot of fun. Obviously we miss you in the conference and um, you know, uh, it was always, a, always a good battle um, between, between the two of us. But, but yeah, that's what I was thinking about this morning. I was like, man, this guy, <laughs> he, uh, he, he left at the mm-hmm. right time, but no, your, your wife, Laura, we both, we both have extremely smarter wives yes. than, than both of us. And they're both named Laura. Um, and and obviously, you know, your wife had a great opportunity to coach softball and be the associate coach at Utah State, and um, and it was a great move. And and obviously, you're up there coaching club soccer now. For those of you that don't know, he's in Utah and I'm in South Florida. So obviously, we're doing this from from quite a bit opposite sides of the country. So um, it's always a good way for us to connect yeah. as well. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's out here in Utah. A little uh, snow coming down. I think though, you you kind of got some falling iguanas or something that I saw on the news. Uh, uh, a cold spell happening down there in South Florida. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Yeah, I almost, I almost didn't make it out of the out of the house today. It was forty one degrees. It still is forty one degrees. Not uh not what you came here for South Florida yeah. for. So uh, there's a reason I'm down here, and it's not for forty one <laughs> degree weather. I hear you there. It's, it's uh it's been a bit of a change. I enjoy the four seasons though. So Utah's been good to me. Uh, I enjoy, I enjoy the yeah. cold. So, um, well, yeah, Eric, I uh. 
appreciate you, you know, coming on here. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this with you. And, and I think, like you said, we both have a lot of uh, similarities through our careers, but I think that, you know, we'll both be able to, to provide some different insight and some different experiences, as well as uh, our future guests will be able to help us take uh, ball side goal side a little further and hopefully uh, impact other coaches. Um, just like we were impacted by, like you said earlier, our, our coaching colleagues and our, our mentors that uh, helped us get in the profession. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the, the thing that I look forward to the most from all this is that, you know, we're going to get to talk to people that, that went through so many paths and obviously in a second, you know, we'll get, get to your path as well. And I think, um, I think everybody, you know, I, I come across so many coaches and even, even players, because obviously, you know, the college game as well, that didn't even know college coaching or coaching in general is a path or a way of staying involved in the game, whether, whether it's at the youth level, whether it's a high school level, whether it's club level, college level, professional level, um, you just run into so many, so many, um, people that, that find it fascinating. And, uh, and I think the, one of the biggest things that I, that I look to accomplish in this podcast is everybody's path is yeah. different. Um, you know, really getting to know people's paths and, uh, and where those, where those paths have led. And, and I think some of the people that have helped in those paths, I think you and I, and you said it right, right before, uh, a few minutes ago was, was, um, those that influenced our path as well. You know, I had the benefit of, um, I you know, when I played high school soccer, I knew the only reason I wanted to play college soccer was to coach college soccer. So my ambition wasn't to play after college. It was to have a great experience playing college soccer. Uh, and I got that playing at St. Thomas university who happens to be in our conference as well. Um, and then, uh, and then I moved up to be with my wife, Laura in North Florida, uh, when she was working for state government and then had the incredible opportunity of working for, uh, my, boss and my mentor and somebody that is an extremely close friend of mine, Ricky Zambrano, who is the head coach at Thomas university on the men's side. And back then we had coached both programs. So he was the head men's and women's soccer coach at Thomas. And, and he had hired me as the, well, first I started as a volunteer. So obviously spent a couple of years as a volunteer coach there. Um, you know, just kind of making ends, ends meet coaching, coaching one club team, a U14 girls team, you know, uh, working at a, working at a restaurant, doing things like that, doing all those things and, and obviously falling in love with coaching. And, and a couple of years later, when his assistant job opened up, he hired me as the associate head coach, um, got to spend a number of years with him as the associate head coach, really getting to know how to recruit, how to, how to, you know, utilize scholarship money, how to really package uh, you know, put things together financially, whether it's a budget, whether it's operating budget. And then, um, and then when I got the chance at 25 years old to take over here at Johnston Wales, I jumped at it and, uh, and it was a chance for my wife and I to come home, uh, since we're, we are from South Florida and, uh, and I've been here for 10 years. So now at, at 35 going on 36, um, really have enjoyed every step of the way and really wouldn't have it any other way, you know, was spent time as a director of coaching for a club in North Florida, um, I spend a, a lot of time coaching our Olympic development program here in the state of Florida and have been really fortunate to stay involved with that. Um, got to spend three years with the national team in the Cayman Islands, the U20 Cayman Island national team, take them through World Cup qualifying. And then, uh, and then I'm working on a cool little project now with United Soccer Coaches to, uh, to bring coaching education, uh, a chapter of coaching education here in South Florida and really work with our South Florida coaches um, and really try to build the community that we're looking to build within this podcast here in South Florida and, and really um, provide an outlet for some of our younger coaches and some of our, some of our 
uh, veteran coaches to kind of get involved and, and really help our youth soccer players here in South Florida. And it's going to be a cool little, um, you know, chapter that United soccer coaches are doing a tremendous job with me and, and um, my buddy Olaf Hanke, who's the head women's coach at Broward college. Uh, we're, we're kind of fronting the effort to do that. And, uh, and we're really excited about launching that in August. Awesome. Great. And um, is that something is it, is it going to be an additional fee that these coaches have to pay or is that just part of their USC membership? It'll become, it'll become built into the membership. So, so uh, United soccer coaches membership is $125 a year Uh, right now. It'll stay that way with a portion of that 125 going to our South Florida chapter, really allowing us to fund some of the um, clinics and uh, seminars and, and really educational talks. We're going to do a coffee with coaches session. We're going to do a number of different um, uh, neat events with coaches. And, and like I said, I, and you agree, you and I talk about it all the time. It's like learning from all sorts of levels coaches in terms of, I don't care where, like me personally and you personally, we don't care where you, you know, what, what level you coach. I think everybody gets in, gets into this thing where it's like, Oh my gosh, you got to look, you got to look upwards in terms of the pro level. All that stuff. I think some, you know, right. some of the, best coaches are our youth coaches and, and high school coaches and club coaches and things like that. So I learned yep. from everybody how to deal with, with players and how to deal with personalities. So I think it'll be a, it'll be a neat little uh, venture for, for Olaf and I and United soccer coaches and, and really, um, really excited that United soccer coaches wanted to work with us and really launch this because it really does coaching education means a lot. Right. To us. Yes. Very important and uh, very beneficial to everyone involved. Uh, to further the education and continue to grow and learn. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, everybody's path is different. You know, I think um, you've, you've had a fun career and, and uh, you know, you and I have, have gotten to chat about, you know, how to deal with players and how to, you know, really push them through a season. And, and, uh, and I think what was always neat about yours and I's situation was I started a program at Johnson Wales and, and you started a program at university of South Carolina, Buford. Um, and, and obviously I'm, I'm interested throughout this podcast, you know, we've, we've had the years to talk, um, while we coached against each other, but, you know, I'm interested to hear even more input of what, what kind of drove you at, at USCB and, and, uh, and, you know, if you could let the listeners know a little bit, what, what got you to, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I kind of fell into coaching. Um, I would say by accident, um, my sophomore year of college, um, the local high school team needed a coach, a junior varsity coach. And, uh, my college coach, who was my mentor, uh, coach Sheeran, um, who actually kind of gave me the passion for soccer, uh, in college, I was actually a dual sport athlete, uh, had two scholarships to college and, uh, for baseball and soccer. And then after meeting coach Sharon and going through my first soccer season, I ended up quitting baseball and just focusing on soccer. And, uh, my junior year, or sorry, sophomore year, I think it was of high school. Uh, I got a high school coaching job, like I said, at the junior varsity level for the local high school in Iowa and Mount Pleasant, Iowa, and started coaching from there and was with the high school team for the next couple of years throughout, um, throughout my college, you know, the, until I finished college. And then upon graduating, I went back home, couldn't find work. I was a sport management major, so went back home and started substitute teaching and became a head high school coach of my old high school, um, just a rural town. I'm from Taylorville, Illinois, so small farming community. And then uh, within a year, I got a call back from my alma mater, Iowa Wesleyan University, uh, asking if I'd be interested to come back and, and take over the women's soccer program. 
Um, I had kind of done some student assistant stuff with them as well and uh, jumped at the chance, went back in 2003. So I graduated college in 2002, went back and started coaching uh, at the age of 23 as a head women's soccer coach and did some admissions work um, in that first year. So when I got there, January of 2003, I guess it was, there was three players on the team <laughs> and on the women's team. And I think there were seven on the men's team. And it was my job to help rebuild both programs who had struggled under my, my coach, Coach Sharon, had been coaching both programs for six years. And so uh, the programs couldn't get the, the, what they needed. And so I was at Iowa Wesleyan for uh, about seven years where I was able to turn the program around from where it was. Um, and uh, in that time, I ended up kind of, you know, finding a little bit of success, but making a whole lot of mistakes that, you know, has kind of molded and, and taught me along the way and, and made me realize, you know, different things that need to be done from how I was doing them. And, um, you know, it, it was, it was a good time. I, you know, won more games than anyone, I guess I'm the winningest coach in Iowa Wesleyan history, which isn't really saying much, but, um, <laughs> but for, for, you will forever. You, yeah. You, I mean, you know how it is at coaching at small colleges. It's not always about the wins and losses. It's about keeping roster numbers where they need to be. And so, uh, I was able to do that and, and, um, you know, but I was searching for a little bit more. I was hoping for something more, um, professionally and personally ended up kind of meet, not kind of, I did meet my wife and, uh, we ended up getting married in 2010 and, and, uh, we, she wanted to move closer to her family. So we took and moved to upstate South Carolina, where I coached for only one year at the junior college level. I started a women's program in April, had a team on the field in, in August. And that was probably the most challenging time of my career. Um, because it wasn't a whole lot of soccer players as much as recruiting out of the cafeteria to, to have a team there. And then I uh, coached the men's team there as well. And, you know, that was, I think we had the most successful season uh, at, and that was at Tri-County Tech. And then they, um, you know, they promised some full-time work and, and it didn't work out. And my wife missed coaching. She's like, as you mentioned earlier, my wife is a softball coach and, and she had missed coaching and was offered a job at the University of South Carolina, Beaufort. And, uh, she took it as the assistant coach. Um, and then about two days later, I interviewed for the head coaching job and was declined. That's a very little known story that, that no one knows that did not get it. Um, but they couldn't find anyone from my understanding. They couldn't find anyone stupid enough to start in February and have a team on the field in August. And I'm like, sure, I, I can do it. I, you know, uh, that did it at a uh, tri-county tech. So, um, I can do it here. Uh, you know, there was no whole big uh, expectations from from them except to have a team on the field. So I was able to do that and uh, started there in August 2011, first season 2011. And uh, then, you know, had some moderate success. We were competitive. Again, not a whole lot of wins, a lot more losses. But I feel like uh, we played a tough and challenging schedule. As you mentioned earlier, the Sun Conference is probably one of the toughest, if not the toughest in the nation. And, uh, you know, we were in a good location to pick up some other top uh, 25 NAI teams on the schedule. And then, uh, let's see, 2018, 2000, yeah, 18, the end of the 2017, 18 season, my wife was offered an exceptional opportunity out here in Utah. And uh, she got to come back and she's the uh, assistant coach with her former college coach out here at Utah State University. So now I am uh, volunteering, volunteering on the Utah State staff. And, uh, and then I also worked for Real Salt Lake and their youth Academy foundation. So I, uh, 
help run a, a, a building while doing training sessions for uh, youth in the area um, and help with what they call their discovery program. Um, you know, hoping to identify young talent that they can pull into their development academy, which is down in the Salt Lake area. And so uh, now I'm here. That's kind of what I'm doing and uh, looking forward to, you know, furthering my education. I, it's very interesting. As you said, you're, you host um, hoping to do United soccer coaches. And I've been working closely with um, some of the instructors here for the U, uh, USSF. And we've been hosting a lot of the grassroots courses and the D license and such up here. And hopefully add some more educational courses in our facility um, that can further the, the understanding and, and increase the number of coaches, knowledgeable coaches and, and, what we call the cash Valley up here in Utah, Logan, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. What I've always found fascinating Ed, is, is obviously everybody's path is different and, and I wouldn't change anything about my path. And I think it, what, I mean, obviously it sounds like, I, I think you've told me that story about Buford before in terms of not getting the job initially, but obviously you're memorable enough to, to, to get it the second time. So, so obviously, uh, you know, and, and obviously you raised your hand and said, yes, I can find players to, 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 you know, create yeah. a roster um, and a competitive roster. But what I've always find, found fascinating in our relationship was um, in getting to know you was you're married to a coach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, even the, and even though it's opposite, it's different sports, not opposite sports, but it's different sports. She coaches softball and you coach soccer. Um, I've always wondered what, what, what those conversations are, are, are like in terms of uh, my wife, Laura, has uh, no, no coaching <laughs> sense. Uh, although she was an education major, she was an elementary education major uh, and wanting to teach. And now she's in, in, um, in cybersecurity and, and she's the, you know, she works in cybersecurity. She, she's not in athletics. So I never have to explain myself coaching wise <laughs> to, uh, to my significant other or explain my, my uh, dealings with a player or what I was thinking with, uh, <laughs> with either, you know, uh, discipline issues or, or tactics or anything like that. But, but you and Laura yeah. must have some, uh, some great conversations about coaching. Oh yeah. It's um, so something you may not have known is that Laura served as my assistant coach for one year in Iowa. Um, and uh, so we would be sitting at dinner and we would have the, sugar packets. So the pink packets represented defenders, the white packets were midfielders and the blues were your forwards. And we sat there and talked tactics and worked everything out. So she could have a basic understanding, you know, when, when it came to helping the players out. And it's so funny. If you talk to Laura, Laura now, she'll tell you the same thing. You know, there's times we'll be sitting at a restaurant and she'll, she'll kind of pull out the packets and, and, you know, start talking about things. And, and from that, she fell in love with the sport. And it's so funny because yeah. she would go out and play and she would have a better understanding from never playing the sport, but from understanding from a tactical perspective, how it's supposed to be played, yeah. she would have yeah. an even better understanding. So, you know, it, it you know, it was funny because, you know, like I said, she was my assistant coach and, and, you know, I'd be like directing the women's team and I'd look over and she's got the men's team doing push-ups and and crunches and all their fitness and she's just hounding them just you know and they're just they're oh just you know goodness. hating it because she is just ruthless with them you know calling them a bunch of babies and um you know not not really but you know just telling them that they you know they need to you know toughen up and all that it, it was so funny um and then uh you know yeah we have conversations and 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 such it's it's very interesting we both bounce ideas off of each other and we try not to 
state as much about the personal, the person that we're talking about as much as the situation. Um, so that, yep. so that they, that we, each other don't draw from, you know, knowing who that person is or whatever, but yeah, we have some interesting conversations. It's very hard sometimes to, you know, leave work and not have work at home because you do have those discussions, but it's great. You know, we travel, we, uh, our honeymoon was spent traveling, watching sporting events. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's kind of who we are and it's, it's, you know, been great for us to, to have that, you know, relationship and that ability to, to speak to each other and, and bounce ideas and, and understanding off of each other. Now, most important question, did she ever win tactical battles? <laughs> did she ever give you an idea tactically? And you said, wow, you're yeah, you, right. you know, there was those times because again, it comes from that perspective of, you know, you, you, you know, we, as coaches, we, as players, we get stuck in this idea of, you know, um, that this is how it's done. And we're, we miss the, the other viewpoint just because we haven't seen it from that angle yet. And then, you know, she said it before, well, you know, uh, why, why are you, why are you trying to attack the outside back? If, if you have, you know, space in the in, inside that you can go to and you're closer to goal, you know, it, it's something simple as that, that, you know, as you're explaining it, yes, you may have understood it, but you're like, wait, yeah, you're, you're picking this up, you're understanding, you know, and I'm sure there is other, other areas as well. She's, she's very smart and, and very astute. Um, so yeah, she understands it. And, you know, it's funny when she watches a game that, Hey, that means you were, you, your sugar packet lessons were on point. Well, and yeah, it, it's funny. Cause I actually helped a high school coach with the sugar packets as well. And, and, and he loved it. I think he still uses it, um, uses it to this day to, to try and explain tactics. So it works. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think, I think that also goes to the, and, and obviously throughout this, the, the season and things like that. I think, I think I'm, I'm interested in, and I've always learned from coaches that don't necessarily coach soccer as well. Yeah. You know, I think some of my favorite coaches to learn from are coaches that didn't, you know, don't coach the sport that we coach. Um, and I've always found that fascinating because uh, I always tell people, I'm like, I learned a lot of detail oriented stuff and, and functional stuff and training by watching Augur Garrido, the baseball yeah. coach, the former baseball coach at Texas. University of Texas. Um, and, and then I think I have also learned a lot of rhythm and tempo, uh, of practices from, uh, the Shaka smarts of the world, the university of Texas basketball coach, uh, Brad Stevens, um, just watching basketball practices and, and watching, you know, our own, our own college coaches here at Johnson Wales, uh, you know, practices. So I think a lot of people, you know, have begun to understand that they can learn from other, other sports, uh, than just the one they coach. And, and that's why I've always found that relationship with you and Laura, very fascinating because although you're talking about a completely, you know, different, different sport from softball to soccer, you're still talking about, you know, coaching, uh, athletes and, and, and what, what needs to go into it and the details that go into it. And, and like I said, I've learned so much from watching football practices, from reading, reading books from, you know, Nick Saban, I'm reading a book from uh, Marcelo Bielsa right now as obviously a soccer coach. Um, but just Urban Meyer books, things like that, that you just, you know, managing people is so important. So, um, you know, I've always found that that interesting. And, and, you know, I always joke that luckily my wife can't really uh, relate to what I do. So I, so I don't really have to come explain myself, but, but, you know, it is, it is something where I do get the moments to, to explain to her tactically. And, and she has fallen in love with the game as well. And, um, 
you know, we typically spend every, every weekend mornings watching, watching EPL games and, and uh, you know, cheering on Liverpool and things like that. She still, she still has an issue of figuring out when it's live. To replay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll be watching soccer and, and, and uh, I'll already know the result. Um, and, you know, just watching it from the tactic side of it and, and obviously just not watching it from a fan and, uh, and I'll know when a goal is coming up and she'll start cheering and I'll be like, I already, I already know the result. <laughs> she's like, wait a minute, the, the game just happened. I'm like, yeah, it happened yesterday. <laughs> so, so she's still, she's still kind of trying to get a hold of, hold of the actual schedule, but, but no, I mean, I think um, one of the things I really do want to cast is, is learning from different people, whether that's, people in nutrition, people in exercise science, um, you know, people from different backgrounds that, that maybe, you know, um, you know, like you said, you fell into coaching. I, I kind of knew at a young age that college coaching was, was I, what I wanted to do. Um, I think the, the level in terms of, I was always under the impression that I wanted to get into coaching Juco soccer, yeah. junior college soccer, because I was fascinated with the recruiting portion and then the sending, sending uh, players on to four-year schools. Uh, that was always very intriguing to me. And then I found, uh, you know, I, I jumped into the four-year realm and, and it's been, it's been fantastic. And I think uh, learning from other people's paths has been a lot of fun. And, um, and I think something that I've also really enjoyed finding out from people and, is is what makes them happy you know i think we we are, we work in a profession that you know you're at the division one level now at utah state i'm at the nai level you know what does what keeps people yeah. motivated and you know what is that drive i've been at the same place for 10 years you know what what keeps those people you know driven and and is it is it level based is it performance based? is it things like that and i think um you know, we have our first episode and our first interview with, with coach David Luna, who's the women's head soccer coach at ASA college here in Miami. Um, and, and who's done a tremendous job. He's been my, he was my assistant for, for quite a few years here at Johnson and Wales. Um, and has been at ASA for three years or he just finished his third year. So going on his fourth, um, and, and really finding out what the, what, what makes some of these coaches tick and, and, and how they, how they learn and, and how they operate. And, uh, and he's definitely somebody I still bounce a lot of ideas yeah. off of. Yeah, and I think uh, I think that's the interesting part. I think each of us, you know, as we've said, we each have different paths, but I think we each have different reasons as well. I mean, probably the ultimate reason is just to uh, empower, you know, the the, the players and, and to help develop them, you know, personally as well. But I think each of us have other, you know, outlying motivation as to the things that we do. I know you said you're envious of me being a volunteer assistant at a, at a D1 school. Um <laughs> You know, uh, you know, and, and I think that it's been interesting, you know, for me from this perspective and from my wife's perspective is she was a head coach for five years at the University of South Carolina, Beaufort. Now being an assistant, she actually, I think, enjoys it more because she has less stress and she can really focus on her her one area, which is the pitchers and catchers, um, you know, and, and it's been nice for me. I, I volunteer up here and and really what they've put me in charge of up here has been interesting is. I actually do the return to play kids and, um, and work on, uh, their fitness and their, their technical abilities while they're returning from injury, um, or they're not traveling. They didn't make the travel squad. And so that's a, a major part. And it's been actually kind of nice to just to focus on it and, and watch these players kind of develop, um, because you're getting a lot of individual attention with them over the times that you have to train with the team, uh, you know, so much. So, um, you know, it's been kind of interesting for me. It's kind of shifted my focus as, wow, this would be kind of fun to, 
to, to be able to do this on more of a smaller level uh, and, and to continue that way because you do get to see those players actually develop and improve in just a short amount of time with all the individual instruction that you're able to give. Yeah. And I think, I think what you bring up is, is, is always been fascinating to me that everybody's structure and organization is different and what people find, what coaches find important or, or relevant is always different. It doesn't make it right, right. or wrong. And I think that's the beauty yep. of coaching. It doesn't, you know, and, and obviously talking to you over time at your at Utah state going from USCB where, you know, we both agree at the NAI level and the small school level, our resources <laughs> are different. Um, you know, so, so getting to know your, your um, role now at Utah state has been, been really cool from my side as well. And, and, and like you said, you know, uh, what Laura's role at, at Utah state is, uh, you know, on their softball team and things like that. And they're on their softball staff. Um, I think one of the coolest things that, that us coaches get to do is really, is really learn from each other and really steal yeah. from each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a thief of so many different coaches, whether it's soccer coaches, basketball coaches, you know, so many different things. Um, I've been so fortunate over the years to have some, some great people allow me to, to jump, you know, jump over and watch practice and, and observe and watch their structure and organization. And it's been something that's, that's thoroughly affected the way that, that I run our program. Um, the last three years, uh, Gary Smith, the head coach at Nashville SC has been so kind to let me, um, hang out with his team and, and really absorb practices there in Nashville. Um, I usually spend a week with him, just get to watch practice, get to watch his structure. And it's always leading up to a game. So that's I awesome. think that's been a cool uh, environment because it's always watching a professional team. What do they find important? And, and usually Gary finds time during that week to play golf with me, which is, which is, you know, beyond what I asked for him, <laughs> what I asked from him in terms of, you know, really getting to pick his, pick his right. brain about, you know, what was he thinking? What was he doing? He won an MLS cup at Colorado Rapids. Um, so he has that experience at that level. And, and, uh, and my biggest question a couple of years ago was how do you manage a staff, especially on, on a smaller budget? And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Ed, there's, I think the success that I've, that our program seen the last three years has been, has been, a lot to what I've learned in my, in my time watching Gary and watching Nashville, you know, the last three years we've, we've been able to structure our, our program to, to mimic such a professional environment uh, with our PowerPoints, with our film breakdown, with the structure of practice um, just from things that I've chatted with Gary about and watched him implement in practices. So, you know, I, I think we're always evolving as coaches and we're always evolving on, on what players we have. And I think that's the, that's the neat part about what we do. Um, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to picking, you know, picking up different things from the people that we talk to and interview. Um, and, and obviously from what you and I get to chat about on a, on a weekly basis. Um, and, uh, and I think it's going to be really cool, you know, and I really hope people, people really gather a lot from it and, and, you know, um, really gather a lot, even from our first episode with, with coach Luna, um, when we, when we launched that as well. Um, but Ed, if you can tell everybody how, how they follow us on social media and how they can follow us on the internet. Yeah. So, uh, we got the uh, website set up. It's www.ballsidegoalside.com. And then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, which is ball underscore goal underscore side, um, on both of those. And we'll be keeping, uh, weekly updates and, and posting, uh, topics, uh, from time to time. Um, and then open, we're open to feedback as well. We'd love to hear from you guys and, and see what you guys want to 
hear about? What what can we discuss that will further help you guys out in your coaching career as well? I really can't tell you how excited I am to launch this thing with you. Um, you know, not not only that we're good friends, but but that we can see uh, that we really value uh, coaching education, and 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 really excited to just talk to talk to different people. And and like you said, um, I really look forward to hearing people's questions, and whether email, whether it's through Twitter, whether it's through online, and things like that. I think um, getting getting coaches involved. Um, is really what we want to do here. And, and, you know, hopefully, you know, we, we're starting with, with, uh, with this preview podcast, but obviously for, for us, we hope that the next year will really carry us into, uh, into a lot of different conversations and a lot of different um, top that, uh, that, that other coaches find intriguing. Just yeah, like you and I. Yeah, hopefully. And, and that's what I'm excited about. I really look forward to this as well and uh, look forward to building, uh, building uh, some, some, you know, followers and, and hoping that we can uh, impact other coaches uh, the way that our mentors impacted us. All right, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to uh, our first, the preview of Ball Side Goal Side. Uh, we'll be back with you, as uh, Eric mentioned earlier. Uh, our next episode, we're going to have Coach David Luna uh, join us from ASA down in Miami, who's built a uh, remarkable program at the junior college level in just a short amount of time. And uh, in the meantime, uh, follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and, and let us know what it is you want to hear from us. We appreciate you uh, tuning in to this ball side goal side production and uh, look forward to future uh, discussions.